Hi, dear sister. Welcome to Choose to Live Free podcast. My name is Kate Akelkadesi, and I am so thrilled to have you listening today. What I aim to do with this podcast and the wider ministry of I Am Free Woman is to help you heal and transform your heart and mind as you choose to live free in Christ every day. I believe healing is our choice, and once we embrace that process, we can truly heal others as we are healed. So I say, heal people, heal people. <laughs> This podcast is me and you navigating the world of healing the heart and mind by integrating faith and well-being tools to activate your spiritual and emotional as well as mental, physical healing, as well as we talk about financial well-being and professional well-being and all the ALs, okay? I bring the parts of me that are healed and the parts that are still healing along with important friends I will invite to sit with me and sit with us as we discuss and share compelling stories of freedom. (laughs) Walking the rich and beautiful life of faith plus being your authentic godly self can sometimes be so tricky. Choose to Live Free podcast is my way of making faith work plus healing plus everything in between about life and living it relatable and joy-filled. So, I want you to feel welcome. We all need people. And if you have been listening to the podcast, new and old listeners, I want to say thank you to all of you. A few updates. We had planned as part of this year's work to host sister summits every month. There have been some change of plans and we are putting a pause on these summits. Me and my team, Believe God, is leading us to focus on some key development areas of women and girls. And so we are leaning into those discussions. And so please stay tuned and we have more information coming up. So Dear Sister Summits has been postponed and we will have more information later on in the future. Today's topic is the perfect reminder that if you're still struggling with maximizing your time, then we have a planner for you to help you organize your life and truly maximize your time. So go to chiefjoyactivator.com and iamfreewoman.org for more information, okay? Subscribe to our newsletters, dear sisters. So much goodness in these weekly and monthly newsletters that we send out. The monthly newsletters are personally from my heart to yours. And that's where I get to really open up my heart and talk about the things that I believe we can do when it comes to healing our heart habits. Okay. Now, this is the time that I do something that I love very much, which is my shout out. So I truly enjoy giving a shout out to the sincerity of your hearts. Taking the time to click like, follow, share, and comment, I don't take it lightly. So today, I want to shout out Jekai Lai for following us on Instagram and supporting us. Thanks, dear sister, for your love and support, Jekai. And it is great to have you join our dear sister community. It warms my heart greatly. And soon, very soon, we will host a virtual gathering because I want to see you all connect faces to names and truly personalize this network of sisters, choosing to do life in Christ as well as still enjoy and thrive in life as well. It is possible to have a thriving life and to have a thriving life in Christ. Okay. All right. So I want you to know this today. This podcast is being released a day after International Women's Day. 
It was so cool to read stories and accomplishments of many women online, but I am more interested in the stories that do not make the headlines. May I ask you to do something for yourself today, dear sister? I want you to write down on a piece of paper the headline you would like to see of yourself a year from now. So March 2024, God willing. What is that headline? I would love to know. Maybe today, maybe sometime in the future when we meet, we can hear each other out and you can whisper your headline to me. But I want you to go ahead and write it down. And here's what I want you to do. Do what pleases God and makes your soul thrive. Do what pleases God and makes your heart come alive. Do what pleases God and makes others feel loved, known, seen, accepted, embraced. Do what pleases God and makes him proud to call you daughter. Do what you want to do with wisdom, grace, and love. Do what you want to do with a spice of joy, creativity, and spontaneity. Do what you want to do with intentionality, excellence, and discipline. Do what you want to do for others, but never downplay, neglect, or abandon yourself. Do what you want to do and be great at it, dear sister. Write that headline and keep it to yourself. Share it with a friend. Share it with me on Instagram. DM me, email, whatever you want to do. And I would like to know what your headline is. And particularly, I would like to pray alongside you so that those headlines that you have do come true. All right. So, and this leads us to our topic for today. And I really, 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 really want to talk about this topic today because let's just say today's topic or today's episode is a word from my heart to yours. Every time I get to have these one-on-ones, I cherish it because it is you getting to know my heart as it heals. No filters, just what I am going through and how I am choosing to live free despite all the chaos and challenges that life throws my way. Something happened to someone I know this past first weekend of March 2023 that has left me pretty much shocked, shaken, and in serious reflection of my own mortality. A senseless act of violence took the life of a team member on my team at work who joined my training and development team in September. As I was slated to exit the company, she took over the role that I was in. She joined as my replacement and we connected well, planning, discussing, working on projects coming up later this year for the organization. The incident is still fresh and my heart still hurts for her spirit to find peace, her children and family to have peace, her family to have peace, peace, peace. Her life was well lived and from what we know now, She was truly a light in a community and leaves behind a strong legacy. Erica's untimely passing shed a light on the work my organization has been commissioned to do by the Lord. We have been commissioned as an organization, one, to train, coach, teach, and help victims of abuse reclaim their hearts, and two, to equip women and girls with the tools to choose to be, live, and stay free. And three, to partner with advocates and allies to create programs that support and end these systemic problems of abuse in families and communities. 
And when we are talking about abuse, we are talking about all forms of abuse, sexual, emotional, psychological, physical, and so on and so forth, financial, you name it. This loss that we experienced as an organization and on my team makes the assignments God has purposed me to lead that much greater. This topic of time is one that I have been walking literally since the beginning of the year 2023 when I felt it was time to be bold and courageous in living out the assignments that pleases God. Time is powerful. Dear sister, let me go into that. Time is powerful. Listen to this explanation of time as taught by Dr. Miles Monroe. Life is time. Life is defined by time. Life is measured by time. Life is determined by time. Life is lived out in time. Life is qualified by time. Time is temporary. Life is eternal. So what is time? Time is the limited period within which an action or process takes place. Life exists in time. And so in reading James chapter 4 verse 14, we are taught about this and it puts it in this way. Life and time in a sober perspective that we are not to boast about tomorrow because what is your life? You are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. James 4.14 It puts life and time in a sober perspective. Anytime the loss of someone hits us, we are reminded of this truth. Question is, we have 86,400 seconds in a given day. What story is being written about you? Who is writing that story? And who will read this story? And when they read your story, what impact will your story have on them? I want us to look at time in three truths. The gift of time, the reality of time, and the returns or gains received with and in time. Truth number one, the gift of time. Truth number two, the reality of time. And truth number three, the returns or gains received with and in time. First up, let's look at truth number one, the gift of time. Have you ever been given a gift with stipulations such as everybody has the same gift? So the gift is not unique to you. The dimensions, the quality, the quantity, the circumference, everything is the same. There's no difference. And this is not a returnable gift. You cannot return the gift. And the gift cannot be exchanged or carried over into the next day. You can't save this gift and you can't do anything with it. The gift is today and it's only for today. You can't say that you're going to put the gift there and then you come back later. It will not be there. The gift is only for today and you use the gift or lose it. The bank account given to you is what it is. Your time in your life is finite. Your time in your life is finite. However, time in the grand scheme of the universe and creation is infinity. You wake up at a certain time. You do things within a certain time. Your body is operating and functioning on a certain time. Your brain functions that way too. But you are when you're no longer here on earth, 
life will still continue. Your work, your legacy, your story will carry on through someone else's story. Just as my coworker and my uh, colleague Erica's life is now being carried on through the people that she leaves behind, her children, her family, and so on. So again, your story will carry on through life in someone else's story. Job 14 verses 7 to 10 gives us a great caption of the phenomenon of finite time and infinite time. And it shows us a clear contrast between the human and the rest of creation. This is what it says. A person's days are determined. You have decreed the number of his months and have set limits he cannot exceed. Wow. So look away from him and let him alone till he has put in his time like a hired labor. At least there is hope for a tree. It is cut down. It will sprout again and its new shoots will not fail. Its roots may grow old in in the ground and its stump die in the soil. Yet at the scent of water, it will bud and put forth shouts or shoots like a plant. But a man dies and is laid down low. He breathes his last and is no more. And that's what the difference is between when time in our life is finite, but time in the grand scheme of life and creation, it's infinity. It's infinite. Wow. You are a gift, dear sister. Your life is a gift. Your life in time is a gift. What or who is stealing? this life from you? I'll repeat that question. What or who is stealing this life from you? Again, what or who is stealing this time from you? A different question. What or who is stealing this time from you? Is it time to reclaim it? Your bank account of time is good for today, 86,400 seconds, because tomorrow's promissory notes is simply that, a promise but you don't know what will happen, right? So I really, really want us to take a look at this and I want you to take inventory of that because anybody that's stealing your time is stealing your life. Anybody that is stealing your time is stealing your life. Anything that is stealing your life is stealing your time and vice versa. Let's look at the second truth about time. The reality of time is this. In the famous scripture, Ecclesiastes 3 verse 1, we learn about time being designated for everything in this life and world. I was watching TV some time ago and a commercial came on that said something like this. There is something new under the sun. The commercial caught my eye because as a believer, I know what the word says, right? So I was a bit perplexed by that. Everything that we see and know, the ideas, the things that have been before, they've all been before. I know it is hard to believe, but think about the things people create, the books people write. Aren't they all actually just centrally the same concepts spun in different ways? Look at the phenomenon, at least to me, it's a phenomenon, the phenomenon that we call doppelganger. That is so weird and it is still weird to me. 
Doppelganger is when two people who have nothing in common look exactly the same from different parts of the world, sometimes even next door. And I have been told by somebody that I have a doppelganger out there. And I'm like, what? I want to see this person. (laughs) So, dear sister, is there truly something new under the sun now? There is a time for everything. And what is now at a time in the past or in the future will be again. So what are you wasting time instead of maximizing time? This is where I talk about the common restraints of time and you being able to do what you feel you need to do. There are restraints, right? We have restraints in life. Things like people pleasing, role and responsibilities in the home, workplace and other groups central to our lives, societal and cultural norms and narratives, mental or cognitive difficulties, distortions about ourselves and others, traumas that maybe we may have gone through. All of these put pressure on us to be in time in a certain way. So we live in time and try our very best to meet all obligations. Here's what, dear sister, the reality of time is that you do what you must do in the time you have. I want you to go back to the question I asked earlier about what or who is stealing your time. Remember this, if you don't control your time, someone or something will control it. If you don't use your time, someone or something will use it. For example, if you sit on a couch all day without doing anything, who or what do you think is controlling that situation? There's somebody or something controlling that situation, right? The truth, I want you to pay attention to what you're doing, why you're doing what you're doing, and how you're doing it. Oh, and let's not forget the when, when you do it. You can prioritize to gain clarity and then pursue what you must. We can choose to order the things that matter to us according to our purpose and work at them. However you choose to maximize time, I want you to do well to know what time it is and choose to invest well. And here's what I want to say when it comes to (laughs) people-pleasing. People-pleasing is so interesting because people sometimes say, no, I don't people-please, but you do. (sighs) People-pleasing, this can be very stealth and subtle. For example, if your gut inkling is to say no, but you find yourself always saying yes and following someone else's agenda that has nothing to do with your wellness, your purpose, your well-being, maybe it is time to do some heart search and figure out whether you're people-pleasing or not. Listen, dear sister, people-pleasing includes situations of abuse when you feel you have to stay, you have to keep quiet, you have to endure because of what people in quote will say. The same people in quote will have a lot to say when your life goes in the direction God did not intend for you. People, people, people. Hmm. Please, please, please do not please people in quote at the detriment of your soul. You deserve love and you deserve respect. And that's all I'm going to say about that part for now. So now, Let's look at truth 
Number three, the third truth about time. The returns or gains received with and in time. And by the way, the third one is truly my favorite just because of what it represents. This one is about your legacy, dear sister. When I was in my 20s, my dad used to emphasize legacy all the time. And side note, the date that this podcast is being launched is my father's birthday and it's his heavenly birthday. So happy birthday, daddy, wherever you are. I love you. Okay. All right. This third truth about time, the returns or gains received with any time. This one is about your legacy, dear sister. When I was in my 20s, my dad used to emphasize legacy all the time. And the interesting thing is that he will pronounce it poignantly so we would forget it. So we won't forget it with emphasis on legacy. So this is how he will say it. Legacy. (laughs) Oh, that man, I tell you, I really did not pay much attention to it until I was in my 30s. When everything started to make sense, legacy, leaving a legacy means giving something that will be valued and treasured by those who survive after you are gone. It requires careful thought to ensure that any items that have meaning to you will also have meaning to those you designate or inherit or you designate to inherit those things. In recent In recent times, legacy has expanded more than wealth building. It now includes more more things such as characteristics of love or respect or faith or values and beliefs and principles, children, and so on. When a person passes on, for example, there is a will reading and the distribution of that person's estate. Now, depending on the cultural requirements that you are in or that you are about, relationships with family members or even these situations when it comes to the will reading can be good or bad. But either way, legacy is legacy. The point I want to make here is this. The legacy you leave behind, dear sister, travels in the infinite time to come. Remember, Even when you're gone, your story becomes part of someone else's story. So your legacy will either make an impact and or an impression. Let me explain. Legacy that makes an impression is that you are known by it. People talk about it. Legacy that makes an impact. You are known by it. People talk about it and people are moved to action by it. In 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 10 through 14, this is what it says. According to the grace of God given to me, like a skilled master builder, I laid a foundation and someone else is building upon it. Let each one take care how he builds upon it. For no one can lay a foundation other than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Now, if anyone builds on the foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, straw, each one's work will become manifest for the day will disclose it because it will be revealed by fire and the fire will test what sort of work each one has done. 
If the work that anyone has built on the foundation survives, he will receive a reward. If anyone's work is burned up, he will suffer loss, though he himself will be saved, but only as through fire. Do you know that you are God's temple and that temple and that God's spirit dwells in you? If anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy him. For God's temple is holy and you are that temple. So I'm not going to get too preachy here, but I want want to kind of explain this a bit more when it comes to time and when it comes to the context of you and your legacy. And I think as sisters, as women, we need to, we need to know this. We need to hear this. We need to understand this for our hearts. So the first one is this. It says in scripture, in this scripture, 1 Corinthians, that we have, we are to be skilled master builders, not of worldly riches as the main goal, but of heavenly riches as the main goal. What's the ultimate goal? The rich man and woman leaves an inheritance or a legacy for his or her children. The poor man does the same. Sometimes the legacy left behind would involve tangible material wealth. Other times the legacy would involve character, values, principles, driven wealth, and so on. One would make an impression and the other would eventually make an impact. What you need, dear sister, is the wisdom to pursue the right legacy to build on. Oof! The foundation is important because upon that foundation, your legacy can be expanded or shrunk. So the question here is, what's your foundation for your legacy? The second thing that comes out of this scripture reading is this. Build your legacy, whatever it is, on the foundation of Jesus. With this foundation, your life becomes a manifest. Now, let me explain what a manifest is because sometimes, you know, these words can mean different things. So in the world of sailors, ships, sailors, boats, ships, you know, those who actually, yeah. In the world of sailors, a manifest is a document that gives comprehensive details of a ship and its cargo and other contents, passengers and crew for the use of customs offices. You can think of even an airplane. We talk about manifest on an airplane. It details everything about the plane and the people on it. So in the scripture reading that I just read, it talks about your life being a manifest. It says each one's work will become a manifest. Your life is going to be detailed. It's going to have all these fine things about it. What do you want it to be? If the foundation you build survives what the word describes as fire, then you will receive a reward. If after, even after you're no longer here on earth, you, you will still receive a reward. So the third or fourth item here when it comes to this scripture reading in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 10 to 14 says this. I want you to listen carefully. So this is the third, the third truth about this verse when it comes to legacy. I want you to listen to this carefully, dear sister, to this truth about the foundation you are building. We are informed of what sits on this foundation. God's temple, 
Okay, God's temple sits on the foundation. And who is the temple? The temple is you. So if God's temple sits on the foundation and the foundation is you, then guess what? Your legacy that you leave behind is basically you. Wow. (laughs) Your legacy is you. You are the temple of the most high God. If your legacy makes an impression, that's your life manifest. If your legacy makes an impact, that is your life manifest. For God's temple is holy and you are that temple. So essentially, this third truth about time, the returns or gains received with any time. If you want to be rich beyond the borders of this world, and if you want your legacy to be one of holiness, wisdom, and truth, then you have to invest your time in what will last. Wow. The question that I want to make here is this, that we have to take note of motives. And I'm not going to talk about motives much because that is a whole nother podcast. So let's save that topic for another podcast. Okay. (laughs) Listen, dear sister, make wise investments in what will live beyond you in eternity. Here are a few ways that I want you to do that. Number one, I want you to spend your time and energy on the things, people, and activities that will yield you lasting dividends. For me, that is my marriage, my children, my family, my work, and being the founder of I Am Free Woman. That is my legacy. So the question that I have for you here is, how are you spending your time and energy? The second way that I want you to think about this is this. Spend your gifts and talents, particularly your spiritual gifts, on the things that concern God. Don't waste your talent lest it be given to someone else. And we might know that story. For me, that is my gift of teaching, which I use in many ways. For example, writing, coaching, therapy, training, podcasting, blogging, and so on. Third, Spend your resources, money, what God gives you. Money, which is what God gives you. Be a servant and learn to give cheerfully from the heart. Someone needs a listening ear, give. Someone needs food, give. Someone needs money, give. Without the the charade attached to it, For example, telling people that you gave this person that and you gave this person this and so on and so forth. It does not help y'all. It does not. For me, we live on a budget in our household. Yes, that is a wise counsel and hopefully someone takes it and runs with it. So we set aside some amount, let's say $20, right? And when I'm in the grocery store and sometimes I feel the inkling of the Holy Spirit like nudging me, I sometimes will contribute something to that person's grocery cart. It teaches us to continue being humble. Now, this is what I'll say about giving. I was not always a giver or a cheerful giver. Being an abuse survivor, if some people have taken something from you, guess what? you eventually learn to clench your fist. You don't want anybody to take anything from you. And so you clench your fist so hard. But do you know that a clenched fist cannot receive from God? Mm -hmm. If you want to receive from God, you have to first 
open your fist and watch what happens next. Wow. As I mentioned in my intro, this episode was personal for me today because it's part of me healing from the senseless, senseless killing of my colleague to domestic violence. And it is even more personal for me because of the manner in which all this happened. If you did not catch the nuggets in here, you must rewind because my heart hurts for my colleague whose life was senselessly cut short. And my heart also heals. And in time, it will because it is people like her who come along your journey and remind you of the essence of life and sometimes reminds you of the purpose that has been placed upon you. So, it is a mist. Life. Life is a mist. And we must be diligent in our pursuits. Using wisdom as we build on a strong foundation. A foundation that can never be destroyed. And with that, your legacy will be built upon and it will be expanded. Your life is and can be phenomenal. Your life can be a phenomenal story that gets to be told in time. Yep. Whew, this has been great. It has been great to talk about time. It has been great to talk about the perspectives of time according to the word of God. And I want you to leave you with three thoughts. Remember this thought number one, life is time and time is life. There are three truths about time, which we are blessed to have learned today. The gift of time, the reality of time, and the returns or gains received with and in time. Notice they build on each other. First, you're given the gift of time. Then you become aware of the essence of the gift that you've been given and you maximize your investment in the right way to receive the right returns. Thought number two, live to make an impact with your legacy. Impression is great. And most of the time, that's how we meet people. You know, you laugh and all that stuff and you're making an impression. They meet us, they like our interaction or how you make them feel, especially. And before you know it, they are on your agenda and you are on the agenda. You show people your heart and they will respond. If the response is not kind, don't let that change your heart. All you have to do is heal and keep going. Okay. Because remember, your legacy is not separate from you. Your legacy is you. An emphasis for thought number three, an emphasis on maximizing your time. Know your priorities and always have a clear view of what they are and how they align to your purpose. Life happens and we may get stuck, stalled or stopped for a while. But remember this, get back on the drawing board, seek the heart and face of Jesus to know your next step and move forward. Remember, Your life lived well is great. Your life lived well is going to be great. So always, always, always remember your life lived well in time will build an indestructible legacy. Here are three words that I have for you today. I want you to remember these words. Maximize. We know what that is. Maximize your time. Maximize your efforts. Maximize. Legacy. I have talked at great length what legacy is to us today. And I want you to remember that. 
The third word is foundation. And I want you to remember that. Here are three actions that I want you to do. Please rate, 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 review the podcast. It is blessing to you. Then please go ahead and rate it. I want to hear from you. So make sure that you let us know. Action number two, here are some questions to help you assess how you're maximizing your time. Question number one, how is my heart towards the gift of time God has given me? Question number two, what have I been doing with the time that I have been given? What have I been doing with the time that I have been given that impacts others? Thought and question number three. Am I building a legacy that impresses or am I building a legacy that impacts? Now, that's a personal question for me that I have worked on to heal my heart in this area. And action number three, can you do me a favor? Can you please go to IamFreeWoman.org and sign up for our newsletter? Simple. That's all I ask. Okay. All right, dear sister. It is always great. And it's always a great time to talk and walk in my purpose of teaching and building you up. This week has been hard because of the loss that we're experiencing and my heart still hurts. And I'm not sure how long it's going to take for my heart to feel again. But one thing I know for sure is that at the end of the day, we are doing things that pleases God. And I pray and hope that whatever we do that pleases God, that we are in turn making an impact on others. So I have tasted it and I know in my heart that this is where God wants me to be. And this is where peace and joy resides. Living free is everyday godly decisions that frees your heart and mind, feeds your heart and mind and focuses your heart and mind. My heart is full, dear sister. Although it is hurting, it is full. And I hope that as you have listened to me share that you are able to make a difference in your life based on some of the tools that I have shared with you today. I am so happy that I get to walk in my purpose to help you so that you can choose to live free every day. There is work to do to transform our hearts and mind, and it is one heartbeat at a time. So let's choose to be free. Let's choose to stay free. Being faithfully renewed, encouraged, exceptional women and men of God. And listen, I want you to go out there. I want you to be great at what you do. I want you to love life. I want you to live life. I want you to enjoy life. So this is Kate, your Chief Joy Activator, signing out. Until next time, I want you to know this, that healed people heal people. So go out there and heal someone today. I love you. And until next time, take care of yourself. Bye. <laughs>